audio was going in, but the oh, hello. Do you hear it's me now? I'm back with my headphones. Oh, it's this thing again. I can't hear you. Okay, give me a second. No, no. we hear you though. Actually, this- before you ha- hang up, say like two more things so I can get a sound level. Might already be too late. How about now? Still hear you. Hello. Hey. Hey, Hello. say oh, like two more things. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I got you. I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Okay, cool. Do you hear I'm, me? I'm recording. I'm going to get a sound me? level. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? What is this gunk on my mouse? This isn't good. This is gross. What happened to my mouse? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know what's going on. It could be me. I am ripe with four days of camping. I'm here. I have likely a splinter in my finger that I have not pulled out yet. That sounds painful. I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. Could you hear that on your side? No, you probably couldn't. You probably got noise gated. There was a vague rustle of something. Oh, I opened a beer. Ah. I opened a beer. I've driven for nine hours, so I opened a beer. I would say you have earned that. Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA. Okay. Hazy okay, Imperial like, IPA. That was like 7% decibels too loud in that last recording, so let me do this one more time. Hmm. Hmm. Brewed and canned by New Belgium, Fort Collins, Colorado. Devil's Tooth Teeth is the place. I have now confirmed it. It's the best biscuit breakfast sandwich you're ever going to get. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to We Were Gamers, <laughs> the podcast where we talk about apparently breakfast sandwiches. Uh, uh, yep. Can I give you some advice? I mean, us specifically, or... Or is this just like general. general advice? Yeah. Well, Michael, you go camping. JJ, yeah. not so much. Uh, I go camping. I like camping. Okay. Choose places that don't have tall grass, or if so, um, buy some buy some really tall socks and tuck your pants into them. Hmm. Camping in places with grasses can be dicey if you're not wearing jeans. Yeah, Even like then, you need to tuck them into something so that the ticks don't crawl up your jeans. Oof. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, ticks are serious and also very bad. They have uh, infested the West Coast. Don't let anyone tell you different. Uh, we may not get as sick as people on the East Coast, but uh, they're here. And sounds and like they're here people, to stay. And people don't know what causes Lyme disease so you don't want to mess around with it. Oh, they do. They know what it causes. It ticks with a bacteria that you uh, that most of the time you can catch if you know about Lyme disease. Uh, but you still don't want it because right, the, you definitely right. don't want it. Is the point? Well, the <laughs> even if you catch it, the fever slash flu slash rash is uh, I'm told extremely bad, and the drugs to cure it are about worse uh, in terms of making you feel worse. 
so don't you know try your best not to get tick bites is all i'm saying uh, yeah, a family friend of ours has had it for many, many years, and it has just been a saga of health problems mm-hmm. for years and years and years. Yeah. So, yeah, I cannot recommend highly enough avoiding it if at all possible. Yeah, if you catch, if you get it, it's it's miserable. I can't imagine living like that. Well, hopefully, we don't have to live like that. No, uh, because I'm sure you know what ticks are and know the signs of them, and are uh, if you were in such a situation. Uh, are checking and making sure everything is good. We are now more educated than ever. Uh, did you know? I'm going to keep going. Did you yeah. know that the Golden Gate Bridge sings? Oh, yeah, I did hear about this. There's a resonant frequency on it, right? Like, yeah, uh, related yep. to like the number of traffic going over it. And some no, stuff. Uh, so that is true. Yes, there uh, it produces resonance. However, there is a quote-unquote problem with the Golden Gate Bridge due to a 2020 retrofit of the bridge. Oh, is this the railing or something they installed? Yeah, the railing. uh, The railing has caused a hum in high wind. The hum is 100 decibels. (laughs) No. That's really loud for people who don't know how to measure what a decibel is. (laughs) Really, really. Like a jet engine is in the 90s. Yeah. Yep. Ah, it's quite dang. beautiful. It's quite beautiful if you're in the next county over. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I bet when you're 30 miles away, it sounds nice. <laughs> uh, only about five miles away, it's still quite nice. It lulled me to sleep. Oh, okay. So it doesn't travel that far then, but still, you have to be five miles away for it to be pleasant is yikes. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine people with houses in like I don't know, Michael. Michael, you know the neighborhoods better. Is that Presidio or something that's along the water there? Uh, up at that point, Marin. I don't know. Uh, well, Marin is Sausalito. Sausalito. You could hear it. definitely. You could hear it in Sausalito if you wanted to. Yeah, hey, I don't know the. I don't know the actual neighborhoods that well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's it. That's that camping is what I got. I got a sliver here. I think. But I'm not going to deal with it now. Live on the air. Unless you want me Great. to. I can get a needle. No, let's not. I, I mean, look, you can do whatever you want, but don't tell us about it, please. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. uh, no, no live surgery. I mean, look, you can do the live surgery. Just don't tell us you're doing it. All right. I'm going to just drink this beer. You, I'm just, I'm just going to listen. Beers are the, beers are probably, probably nine hours was well spent with that breakfast sandwich. I'd say. It was a good trade. I'm I'm supportive, man. Nice. <laughs> hey, uh, this is episode 310. I don't think I said that. Um, I'm JJ. Uh, talking about driving and uh, camping, there was uh, Andy. Yay. And uh, Michael's here. Hey, friends. Yeah. So, uh, as apparently you all just heard, uh, Andrew has been out camping. Uh, so, I think this may be a slightly more JJ and Michael focused show. Uh, and I know Michael and I have at least one thing in common that we're going to talk about for sure. Cause it's kind of what I've been up to at least for sure. A lot of this time. Uh, but I wanted to run one other thing by this group, uh, before we got into that. And did you guys ever play heroes of my magic? Uh, 
yes. Was there a was there an arcade version of that? Like an arcade cabinet, multi person. No. Or am I thinking of something different? Definitely thinking of something different. This is one of those I'm thinking ones. of a turn based oh, oh. strategy game from the. Okay, 90s. Michael, open oh, the Wikipedia okay. page though, because I know you've played some of these games that are not called Heroes of Might and Magic. I would say these games are like, uh, you you have a you have a you have towns and you run your heroes around and they pick up stuff on the map and like take over like mines and lumber mills and stuff like this so and you use those resources uh, to build stuff in your town and like including buildings that produce units, which you then buy with your money, and you go out and fight other people. The series of games called King's Bounty. Is part of Heroes of Might and Magic, uh, and I, believe I think those I've... are definitely in the same genre. I don't know if they're like d- related in terms of like lore or whatever. They are directly posted on the 3DO mains. I guess they're not part of the main series. They're car- part of the King's Bounty series, which are not a spinoff. I guess they're just a different lore. Yeah, I think or they. I think they are similar types of games, though, for sure. Yeah cool it's like uh 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 what's the word for precursor it's a precursor warcraft i okay yeah yeah it's turn-based i don't like the real the really important thing is these games are completely turn-based there's no real-time multiple things happening at once component at all it's my turn and then it's the computer's turn and it's the other guy's turn and whatever like it's all in order and, and the battles gigantic, are turned by hmm, gigantic ahead. maps though, right? It could, it can be sure. You yeah. can totally have like some of them get very big, certainly Yeah. Uh, to the point where you need like, you know, three, four five, six heroes to navigate because like the land is just so huge, you know, sure. and you'll have like 10 towns or whatever you're controlling. I vaguely remember King's bounty for some reason. I don't know, don't know if it was the old one, but uh, I would say, please describe to people so that uh, we get so the, full, full when go. you eventually get into combat in these games you know when you, when you find another hero on the map and you attack them or a, a group of enemies standing around guarding something uh, it's a it's a big hex uh, so the at least the heroes of might and magic games I'm less sure about King's Bounty I don't I feel like I haven't played those I remember uh, this might and magic three box I played an obscene amount of Heroes of Might and Magic 2 and Might and Magic 3 grown up as a kid. Uh, and the the battle screen is this hex-based grid, and your units sort of line up along one side, and the enemy's units kind of sort of line up along the other side. And then, you know, you your units move, again, turn-based, based on, like, their statistics, right? Oh, this one has a fast speed, this one is a slower speed, this one can fly, this one can just walk really far... And, you know, then they, you know, you move here and they move there. And then, you know, whenever you're next to each other or within range of your attacks, you can attack, right? Oh, this archer can shoot farther, that kind of stuff. Uh, And it's always, you know, like, oh, I have like 50 griffins and 15 knights, but the opponent has six stacks of six archers each. Will I successfully make it across the battlefield before I am gunned down by all of these arrows, you know? Um. That that's always the kinds of and then you know your heroes can cast spells if they're uh, of the spell casting type, uh, or they have enough mana to cast spells, 
uh, and your heroes have statistics, which get added to your creatures' statistics and all this kind of stuff. It, very RPG, right? You know, your hero wins, you earn experience, they level up, you gain more skills. Oh, now when I siege a castle, my castle siege equipment does better. Or, oh, my units now, or my hero just natively earns 100 gold a turn just for existing. Or, oh, hey, this guy regenerates mana twice as fast, right? Oh, like a billion different things. You know, and you collect artifacts and they increase your hero's powers or give them new crazy powers, all this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yep. the, you know, the goal is always like, hey, take over the map or kill this one specific guy or, you know, those sorts of like, hey, it's a strategy game. There's like not that many really objectives in a game like this. So uh, the reason I bring this up is because uh, I played an early access game this week. And I know Andrew has an opinion on early access, and he is right and correct to have that opinion. Uh, I would not put it as a yeah, – okay, fine. I, no, think it, right. I think your opinion is justified. I'm not going to qual- – I'm not going to qualify my opinion. My opinion is that I don't want to play them. Yeah, and I think it's fair. Fair. Uh, however, there has been one of these games coming out, uh, this sort of like Heroes of Might and Magic style game that I saw previewed uh, sometime last year and had it on my radar, and it released into Early Access uh, this maybe two weeks ago. Uh, and so I uh, I think it came out for $30, and I wanted to see what was included and hear about like how it had done before I decided if I wanted to get in on it. Right. As always with Early Access, you never know, right? They could change the uh-huh. whole game. <laughs> how much was it, how much like how much is included here it sounds like there are four factions included you know so like oh okay. you know uh do you want to be the knight faction or the like uh you know the the skeleton skelemancer faction or the fairies faction or the i forget what the other ones are anything okay. called skelemancer is pretty cool i don't remember <laughs> the names of any of them it also released uh, with well, skelemancer sounds good uh, hey I mean, maybe like I would, I would put a unit in a fantasy setting game with called Skelemancer. That seems like that fits in, right? Yeah, seems good. Uh, so the this game uh, is called Songs of Conquest, uh, and it sounds like it released with a decent amount of content. There are multiple campaigns included. Uh, like I think they said three or four uh, full campaigns with like multiple missions each one. Uh. And then a very, they said, like, rudimentary map editor, uh, which is always a big plus, which means if, like, hey, the game, like, the campaign missions or whatever, the community will make sweet maps, you know, at least. So, like, the devs are like, hey, look, these tools are kind of shitty. We're sorry. Like, (laughs) we're going to fix these. Like, they're not true. They're only in English. Like, the game came with a bunch of translated languages, but the tools and stuff are English only. And they're like, we're going to translate these tools. We're also going to make them better and, like, actually good. Like, we used these tools to make a lot of the maps that we have here now, uh, but they're still bad. <laughs> and, like, we understand. We're going to fix this. Like, this is one of the things that will be improved. Also, they're going to add um, more. The campaign missions are going to be longer. And they're adding, I think they said, one or two more factions. Uh, and it felt like enough of a good one of these games that I wanted to try it. And, like, as soon as I got into that first mission, it was like, oh, no, this is, like, that game. <laughs> they oh. <laughs> they made one of these. No like qualified uh, examples there, huh? No. And they made some really smart changes 
to that. So like, you know, they still have the heroes still gain levels. The heroes still have artifacts. You have your troops split across different, um, you know, your little stacks of guys. You can split them up if you want to make the six stacks of six archers or whatever, if you want to do that. <laughs> um, but they've done a lot of really smart things like limiting the number of troops your characters can carry based on the character's levels. And you have to spend okay. a, like when you level up, instead of learning a skill, you can choose to allow yourself to have more troops, uh, which could be nice. Like right? maybe you'll say, all right, well, I'll just stay with a lower number of troops because this skill I'm going to get here is like really sweet. Right. Um, sure. Which is a, a trade-off that didn't exist in these games before. And also it means like, your opponent can't just like buy a level one hero, buy every unit in their town and like stonewall you for a million turns, like defending with cheap level one guys, right? Which was like a huge problem in the end game of these like tactic style games. Like it eventually became, you know, like if to win against someone doing that kind of a thing, you know, because you earn your characters per week, right? Like, oh, every week you get X number of units. Well, the answer to, like, if you just sit in a castle and hold up forever and you stockpile units over the entire course of the game, right, you get there and the opponent has, like, 80 billion dragons or whatever, how are you going to kill them? <laughs> the end game of these games is that, the you know, the, the big bad guy has a town that you haven't been able to reach the entire map, right? And it's taken you, like, many, many, many months of, of game time to reach there, right? And your creatures sure. re repopulate every week. So every week you're building up new creatures, new forces, getting more and more powerful, right? But that bad guy has been sitting in that castle with, like, all endgame units for the entire game. <laughs> and they can just sit there and, you know, you, you have to just grind them out, essentially, right? Right. And it really sucks. <laughs> you know, if they have 800 dragons or whatever, you know, and they're, like, the strongest units in the game... And you have like, well, I have 700 griffins. His 800 dragons kill my 700 griffins in one hit. Uh, well, mm -hmm. hmm, that's not great. Uh, it kind of happened in StarCraft, right? Like that guy turtled up in his base and he built so many battle cruisers, I can't do anything about it. Totally, right? Yep. It, it, totally that, that issue. So this game, right, if you eventually grind that guy out, and even though all your forces may also be depleted, when they hire their next guy... Their next guy can't fill up immediately with a full army, right? Because he mm -hmm. won't be high enough level to hold all the units that, you know, that the previous person had. But additionally, whereas before all the units were produced in your town, like, main castle building, this game sets the buildings of your castle out on the map separately from the main building itself. Hmm. So, you know, like, oh, I build the the barracks to produce foot soldiers or I build the, you know, the chapel to produce knights. Well, I have to like walk there and pick them up. Okay. And, and now there's no one in my town. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so that just like changes the entire thing because now when I come up to attack, if they're holed up in the town to like, you know, protect their, you know, cause the town is the thing that generates the money. If they hole up in the town, well, like, I'm just going to walk to his barracks and burn it to the ground. And then I walk to the chapel and I burn that to the ground and I walk to the next thing, you know, and now all of a sudden he has no units anymore. Yeah, he can make all the money he wants, but he can't buy any guys to defend himself. And then you, you grind him out, you know, it, like next week he has no guys and you're twice as strong. 
So that's like a really smart change to the way these games have worked that allows the, you know, the, the player who wants to be on the offense a lot more options in how they want to deal with a person who's like become really, really strong with a ton of units concentrated in one guy. Uh, you know, because doing that now means all these other buildings are vulnerable because, you know, it can't be everywhere at once, right? It's only one guy. Yeah, 800 dragons is really good, but it doesn't help you against, you know, three guys who can burn down all your buildings, right? And every time you try to rebuild them, I'm just going to run in with my little dudes and burn them down again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and yep. you're, I can't beat your guy, but I can continue to get stronger and you cannot, right? Right. And so that's like a very... Uh, smart change to the way these systems work. And again, this is like, you know, a problem that exists only in a like long campaign game, right? Where you're like, it takes you many, many months of going through this whole map and conquering all this territory to get to this one big, bad, evil dude. It's a small section of users that will see that problem. Yeah. And like in the multiplayer, right? If you're playing against someone, uh, this isn't a problem because you don't sit there for 50 turns waiting for them like you just go attack them, you know, right. they're, they're trying to do what you're trying to do. Exactly. Like they're coming and attacking your stuff at the same time. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot more dynamic in that environment and it's not a problem there. Um, so I think this game has been really, really interesting and, uh, I like a lot of what they're doing. I think the artwork is really cool. It has like a really, I don't know, like high res pixel art, I guess is like how I'm trying to think of it. You know what it reminds me of, JJ? I'm looking at the pictures on the Steam page. It reminds me of the overworld map in Chrono Trigger. It definitely has that. Where you like, have the, the land and the tiny little buildings. Yes, totally. And it's like, oh, that tiny little building is a mine, or this one is a, you know, a, a signpost on the road, and when you visit it, you get plus two movement or whatever. Uh, yeah. Cool. It's a... Really cool game. I really like it. And I just wanted to, yeah, I played like maybe three hours of it or something all of last week. Um, you got to kind of be in a mood to play one of these games. Uh, because again, you can really mess up. And like, like I said, you have like 18 griffins and 50 footmen and you attack a guy with six sets of six archers and then you just all die. Right. <laughs> and then that's, uh, that's a big setback. A little hearthstone action. Oh no, he has the exact deck that I can't beat. Or, or you attack a person who turns out it's like, oh, they have like really weak units. I can do this, and it turns out that uh, that's because they're a spellcaster and have like good spells that murder your guys. <laughs> uh, although this game does do something nice in that uh, your mana generates per turn, so like you don't start with a full mana bar and like you can just immediately cast the most powerful spell in the game. Uh, huh. You have to sort of build up to that power. Uh, which, again, is a nice change from those old games where, like, you would start the game and immediately cast the Chain Lightning or whatever equivalent to murder half their troops. Mm. Okay. So, uh, I, I, it seems like it does some really smart stuff. I think the art is pretty beautiful. I'm excited to play more of it uh, over time. But I think that's not the most interesting thing uh, going on here this week. Michael, yeah. you've played... You have played uh, a game that I have also played, uh, and I can't think of a, a transition that involves the word rising. <laughs> I tried. Aiden Rising. <laughs> hey, yes. Um, part of, I guess, a Kickstarter that both of you guys backed. We did. Yeah, Aiden, well, 100 Heroes. Aiden Chronicles 100 Heroes. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, so I I dumped a couple of hours into into this over the weekend. Um, thank you, Andy, for the uh, for the code. Thank, uh, thank Game Pass. Thank Game Pass <laughs> for, <laughs> for uh, you know reaching out to me personally and telling me that I could play it on Game Pass. I didn't reach thanks, out. Thanks, Mr. Person. Microsoft. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Microsoft, sir, Junior. So, JJ, uh, let me ask you: How many stamps do you have, bro? So many stamps. <laughs> uh, I'm on the gold stamp card. If that tells you anything. Okay. Yes, I just finished the silver stamp card myself. I think I have like one and a half lines of stamps on the gold one. I would okay, say. Okay, so you're a little ways ahead of me. Isn't as much as you think, probably. <laughs> I mean, like the the quests are very short. Yeah, it's like go to the forest, get one thing, stamp. Or like in a lot of instances, it's like, hey, I need this thing to build my my whatever. Oh, you already have it. Great, here you go, stamp. Like, <laughs> yes, there's I've a lot that of happen, that. I've had that happen a lot. Of, it's like it is. Andrew, isn't that the greatest feeling in an RPG when you like go pick up the thing that's like it's like here's a fetch quest and you're like. I already got it. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in my inventory. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't know how I got to that box when I wasn't supposed to. Free experience, free items, mm-hmm. all gravy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that happens a ton in this game because a lot of the quests really are like, you're to- like, you're totally right, Michael. It's like all like fetch questy stuff and like yeah. very ignorable. Yes, but you can also you can also wait until you have a critical mass of them and four or five of them will all be in the items from the same area. Yep. So you can just make one pass through it and grab all the things that people want and then satisfy five quests at once. And at least as far as I have seen, uh, every single one of these places is just having you go back to places every dungeon. Sorry, I should say like every dungeon area or enemy area has had places in it that I haven't been able to go to yet yes. for whatever reasons. Uh, meaning I'm going to have to come back <laughs> at some point. And when I do, I'm going to finish six quests at once. <laughs> because <laughs> I, It says go there. I already know I have to come back there sometime. Putting it off till later. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the combat in this game is really interesting, though. Have you? How many characters do you have right now, Michael? Still just two. Okay. So you you start with the one with CJ, uh, and right. then you add Guru, the wandering mercenary, the kangaroo man, wandering mercenary. That's a very yeah. important thing one, to say. One eyed kangaroo mercenary. <laughs> this game has some of the most hilarious character designs. I think just like the beast people are hilarious. Like the kangaroo guy is like, and he just like constantly gets into fights with CJ in like true anime fashion because he's like a gruff old man and CJ is like a happy go lucky G willikers guys. Let's all do it for the town. I have to, I have to ask a question now because I've been on camp out and I have not played the game yet. How anime is it? And how many animal companions do you have? Not very, anime, not very and none. Well, this you, you have the kangaroo guy. You have the kangaroo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, I was just wondering fair, if they were treated as like, a, Oh, good. I was just saying, I was just wondering how hard, how hard they were leaning into like the Jean Dark genre, not tactics wise, but just the like, well, let's make an anime thing. But uh, that's cool. Yeah. So far, I mean, so far the trope is like 
hey, CJ is the happy-go-lucky, I'm the noble treasure hunter out to quest for my village or whatever, not really explained very well. Here we go. Let's do quests for the town. Don't worry. It's like, only a prequel. They don't have to explain anything. And is always very much in the, like, I want to do things to, like, help people kind of vein. And then, of course, the gruff mercenary guy is like, wait, they're going to pay us. Stop doing things for free. For I want to get get paid. <laughs> Like, why are you, the stamps are stupid? Please give us money. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, stamps. All right. Like, uh, that's sort of been the dynamic there. Uh, but the combat is like super interesting. I think I, I when you first, like when I was first playing, I'm like, all right, this is like really weak. You're just like hitting the, att- the X button or whatever. Uh, but then once you get, uh, Garou and you actually start, like, I think that's the real start of the combat in the game, right? Yes. Yeah, that's when it really starts. So it was not it was not what I expected it to be. Right. It, they describe it as an action game and you as you're playing it in the beginning you're like, "Well, I don't know what kind of action is this. I'm just like mashing the X button at enemies and making sure I like conveniently backstep anytime they try to attack me." It feels this a little is, bit like a like a Castlevania at the start. Yeah, yeah, like very very early. But as soon as you get Guru, it's like, "Oh, you can press the different attack button, and now all of a sudden you're switching back and forth between characters like mid-attack combo. Hmm. Yeah, so you can chain their attacks together. Uh, and produce, like, you know, cool, what do they call them? Like, linked attacks or whatever? Linked. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it makes a cool motion, and you get a big sound, and then there's, you know, you can only do the linked attacks so many times, but you can still press, like, you know, attack for one or attack for the other. You just don't get the cool motion uh while it's on cooldown. Uh, and then, like, as the characters level up and as you increase, you know, equip new weapons and new armor. So, like, the other thing I didn't expect coming into this game is that, like, oh, okay, you unlock a weapon shop where you can pay to upgrade your weapons. They get more attack. Great. Well, well like, you can also open the smithy. Yeah. not which... this, I was like, oh, why do we need a smithy? We got the weapon shop right here. What's this about? Yeah. It, so the, which, go ahead. I was going to say the smithy, Andy, lets you unlock abilities that are tied to your weapons. So okay. it's almost like it's almost like your weapon skill tree moves on two axes, oh. right? The weapon shot, the weapon shot moves it up and down on the, the strength axis mm-hmm. and the smithy moves it left and right on the um, techniques and abilities axis. Oh, you leveled up your thing at the smithy. Uh, hey, now all of a sudden you can do four attack combos instead of two. Yeah. Oh, hey, or that's like can, a big difference. You can double jump now. Yeah, the double jump one was crazy. I was like, what? You just like upgrade this and now all of a sudden you can double jump. It's like, oh, oh. And then, you know, the same thing with your um, your partner. You can upgrade Guru's weapon. Oh, now he can parry. Oh, now he has like a second attack combo string after this other thing. And it's like, oh, okay, like now the game is like, now the combat is serious. Like, I can do stuff during yeah. the battles, you know? <laughs> yeah, you gain uh, the ability to do up and down attacks at one point. So instead of just attacking in front of you, you can now jump and strike down or swipe Ooh. at things in the air over your head. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's starting to feel like, oh, it's like, oh, hey, this is like, it's kind of like Shovel Knighty and like the like, oh, okay, I have like a lot of options here. But then you have these like, you know, these, and also the main character's attacks are much quicker than the big mercenary guy carrying a huge, you know, like cloud strife size sword. 
Uh, right. But, but he yeah. hits way harder. Way harder. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, then you get that trade off. It's like, okay, get a couple quick hits in, switch in the guy with the big sword, wham, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and the combat has, like, in the last hour, I would say, of my playing has become, like, way more active and interesting than it was for the beginning. You can finally kind of be aggressive and do what you want instead of playing the game on its terms. Yeah, it definitely feels like there's a lot more going on because I also know there's a third party member. <laughs> right. Uh, at which point, like now I'm like, oh, man, am I going to be able to keep all this stuff straight? There's like six things going on here. Every so time that's that's actually one of the one of the complaints that I have is there's not like an adventurer's log where you can go back through it and read, okay, this does this and this does that. And these are the button combinations that I need to push to do this thing. Yeah, you can find a tutorials um, thing where it just shows you like some of the text boxes you read before. Okay. But it doesn't help you with the, uh, like some of the stuff that you get when you upgrade your weapons. Sure. Because yep. you didn't necessarily get tutorials for all of that, right? It's like, oh, the, like the fact that you can four hit combo instead of two hit combo is not listed there anywhere. Right. Um, hmm. But yeah, it, and so like, I'm very curious to see what the, like how much, first off, I don't understand how long this game is. Um, I've heard not I mean, long. It, I mean, it's like a, I think we, as part of the Kickstarter, I think I got it for $7 or something. So mm-hmm. I think uh, it's now $15. Is it when it came out? Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, for, for again, for people that weren't listening, it's on game pass. Yeah. And I, uh, I, go ahead. That's how long month. I was just going to one month. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to chime in how long to beat gives it between 11 and 20 depending on how complete you want to be. That's like a pretty sizable amount of, of time. I, I feel it's under my, uh, new rough estimate for if I'm going to really tackle the game versus put it off. (laughs) I have a, I have a, I'm starting to notice if it's under 30 hours and I know that kind of by the feel of the game, I'm I'm more invested in something versus if I know it's hundreds of hours, I'm like, it's hard for me to get back to this. <laughs> yeah. Well, you will be happy to know, Andy, that yes, there is a fishing game. Of course there is. It's a JRPG. Oh, yeah. Now it's confirmed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, That's fun. But I think the uh, the other nice thing about it is that it's like really low stakes. I and think it's supposed to be, right? Because of the main totally. game. Totally. Totally. Yes. I don't know if uh, we mentioned but, that, but like, yes, it's part of another Kickstarter because it's connected to that game. It's named the same thing. Totally. So they didn't want to make two full games. It's like a little preview thing, but not related at all, right? Like the gameplay is not going to be the same at all. Yes. My understanding is the other thing is like a full regular RPG and is not going to be action combat like this thing is. Yeah. And additionally, like the, I think my memory is correct that this town will exist somewhere in that game world, but you know, in an unknown capacity, like how important it will be or whether you will go there how often or whatever. Huh. So um, your save game might transfer. They have hinted that there is some potential, like they said, like, hey, uh, if you get both games on the same platform, you know, maybe something could happen. But like, if you get get this one for 
Michael, let's say like PS4, and then the other one for PS5, that won't work. Right? Michael, I need my I need my code back. <laughs> You'll just have to play the other one on Game Pass, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know that they have that deal. I know Ryzen got that deal, but I don't know uh, what happened other than that. Uh, so Microsoft. I, I think it it's been really cool, and I'm a bit it, like also like uh, the other thing is that like everything is like really positive, and like people are generally happy, which is a nice change of pace from a lot of games where like stuff is bad and people are depressed and things are going like wrong. It's just like you know, ha- good old story of a kid going out and helping a town. Like, no bad vibes. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think we we touched on it too much, Andy. But the lumped on top of the the action adventure par- portion is the town builder sim. That's uh, what they touted uh, when they were talking about making this thing. They were like, "What if we made a town building game?" And then they were like, "Well, that's not enough game." Dude, there is, like, deep town builder game vibes in this. Sweet. It's like, oh, I need, I need like, dang, I only have seven lumber. I need ten to upgrade this shop so I could get the second level of this bag to carry more resources. So next time when I go to the woods, I can carry 50 lumber and ten of these other things. It's, like, a lot but, of that. But fast travel, the fast travel system is great in this. Oh, my God, yes. Talk about the fast travel, Michael. So when you're in the town... You can fast travel to any other portion of the town on the map, um, and it's it's instant travel. And you can also travel to the entrance to each of the dungeons that you have found so far. Mm-hmm. And then within dungeons, periodically there are signposts, and you can fast travel between the signposts. And generally, you're never more than two or three screens away from a signpost. It's like one step short of the Diablo three. Do you want to just transport anywhere in a game at any time? Dude, it very close. Yes. It's like, Oh, okay. I know I need to go to the cave in this region. I'd go to this signpost. I run back one screen. I'm there. (laughs) Right. And it's like, Oh, I need to fight these bats or whatever. Oh, there's a hundred bats on this screen. Here we go. (laughs) Right. Like, Mm -hmm totally one of those games and it makes the it makes the fetch part of the fetch quest feel a lot less onerous oh that's and then again you're not gonna have to run through eight screens you know and then again because you are doing all this at the same time that you have 10 other quests you're like unexpectedly and then you know you're unexpectedly collecting things for future quests that you don't even have yet uh or haven't even shown up you know in your town and then you just walk up to someone and they're like, hey, I need two of this plant part. You're like, ah, I killed a bunch of those plants last <laughs> time I was looking for this other thing. Good thing I made that shop with an extra bag space so I could carry this thing for you that you didn't know you wanted oh. until right now. And then I upgraded the thing that makes the enemies drop more rare materials. And then I upgraded the thing that makes the plants <laughs> drop better plants. And then this I sounds like the my kind of game. When I cut down the trees drop. to get yeah. better trees oh. and then the rocks, I'll I have be a better pickaxe. this week. <laughs> <laughs> It is. I think at this point, my gate from like being able to buy everything I want all the time is money. I think I don't have enough money anymore. I have tons of stuff, but not money. Well, you can sell stuff too. There's a one of the buildings is a pawn shop. What if I need these lumbers? (laughs) That's the dilemma. That's the dilemma. Then you end the game with 900 extra lumber. 
So I think I think JJ that the star system, the rating system, can help you out there. Yeah, I'm not I, exactly a hundred percent sure what the stars are about, other than more stars, more rare. That's as far as I've gotten. Yes, and I think that they. I haven't. I haven't looked, but I think that they correspond to. Uh, in the cases of like the restaurant where you can have food mm-hmm. made that the star level of the ingredients corresponds to the star level of the dish that you get. Mm, okay. So beyond a certain point, I feel like you can probably start selling off things that are one star. Yeah. My concern is just that like, oh, the next upgrade to the weapons shop or the armor shop or whatever is going to need 50 lumber. Sure. And then like, you know, 10 super lumber and then three mega lumber or whatever. Um, Got to color up your lumber. But I guess it, I guess it will. So I haven't seen a way to do that yet, which would be awesome if they let you like upgrade stone to, to heavy stone or whatever. Uh, you can. Where do you do that? Oh my god! Uh, from Hogan, the the lizard. Oh, he, he lets let you, you trade. trade in trade in resources for other resources. I'm making the like OMG face over here. <laughs> Yes, his, his okay. finger is hovering over boot. On yeah, I'm, I'm right now. about to about to quit this podcast and go play Asian <laughs> Rising. Nice. Uh, I think the best the the funniest single thing to me so far has to be the building a new building animation. The, the poor guy <laughs> that sharpens your weapons. He every time someone upgrades a building, they have a very cute like animation of him like sawing a board and like pounding some nails and like doing stuff and then he like wipes his brow and goes phew at the end you know uh i've never skipped it i like it every time (laughs) it makes me laugh every time definitely and he's like also some of it is like the art style of this guy he looks like an overweight middle-aged man (laughs) so you're like why does everyone make this one guy build your buildings like can't anyone else swing a hammer this game is fun awesome it's it's been a good time so far i'm looking forward to dumping some more time in i am as well and hopefully uh andy gets some time in there to uh to have a chillax town upgrading time that's the plan. Uh, I have another game that I've been working on a little bit, but uh, I'm willing to set it aside, I think, based on my experience with that other game and what it sounds like this is about. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but it, it was in... Uh, what's his name? Uh, the famous guy that does all the reporting for Bloomberg... Jason Schreier? Yep, Schreier's book, uh, Press Reset, was one of the games mentioned in there is Enter the Gungeon. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. I think it, I own that game and have never played it. Oh, okay. So it was on Game Pass and it was ending soon, so I installed it and tried it because I was like, oh, I really wanted to try this before it went away and we were going on this trip. Um, it's basically what if uh, Diablo-style game was a twin-stick shooter? So my understanding is it's a roguelite, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ro- so, like or light, one of those. Roguelite. It is a rogue-ish run-based game. I don't know that it's rogue. There's really only one upgrade you can make, which is find more guns. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm not joking. Like I started the game, the game called Gungeon. Right? Yeah, well, I started 
the people you're fighting are different types of things like one's a bullet one's a shotgun shell one of the you know what i mean like uh you're on a planet of things related to guns i started the game with a pea shooter and then i found an ak-47 uh mm-hmm. you can hold different rounds for each of the things they obviously do more damage or whatever they hold uh certain amounts of ammo but like once you get past the fact that it's run based uh it's very much like just i don't know i mean like you go into rooms and in each room is like a little combat arena basically and the combat is movement on the left stick aiming on the right stick shooting with other buttons so Mm. I, it's almost like a twin stick shooter. I want to play it today, maybe or tomorrow, with a keyboard and mouse and see if it's any easier. Uh, and we'll go from there. I don't know. I, I, it's fine. I w- it's probably was really good at the time that it came out. You know, like fifteen years ago. But with things think- like what you're describing with Aiden, I think that's more my speed than this. Yeah, my understanding of that game is it does get like very difficult by the end of it and it's a lot of one of those like hey you really need to play this a lot to get good i get that it i get the feeling that that could be the way that it is definitely that's one of those games where i've seen people play it more than i personally have played it mm-hmm. i'm glad i played it even if i don't get to it today because i think it drops off today but uh, i'm glad i tried it based on that book and just how influential it was in people being like what do you mean I can leave a large company and go make my own game and have it be successful slowly? Like the big example from Enter the Gungeon was that it wasn't super popular initially, but like the people that made that have been making money on it ever since it came out regularly and it helped fund other things with like, we can expect steady income from this now, can't we? Yeah, we can. That's weird. Versus the old model of, uh, which we had an argument with someone about, the old model of like, all the games come in the first 30 days. All the sales. That's it. It's like, uh, well, man, and that's just a gun. That is true, true for some games, but like, yeah, a, a game that is constantly updated and like really improved and finds like a dedicated and, you know, passionate audience, that audience can then go find more people and be like, hey, if you played Gungeon, this game is sweet. Like, go check this out. And yeah, I, you know, I there get, you go. Yeah, I get why people would like it, especially people into like twin stick stuff. Even though it's, it's a roguelike, but you still have to. You have to play the actual game, and that's like twin stick. I mean, you got to shoot guns, right? So how are you going to shoot a gun? <sighs> well, they want you to press the R button instead of the R trigger. So I remapped that. Seems reasonable to be the yeah. button for the guns, R trigger. Uh, Yeah. Why wouldn't you hold the trigger for shooting instead of the button? I don't know who made that mistake. It might have been Microsoft remapping it. I don't know. Like I said, keyboard and mouse next time I try it. That's it. That's my review of that game that I tried for an hour and a half. Thanks, Mr. Microsoft, once again. <laughs> Thank you, Microsoft <laughs> Junior. Leland Microsoft Junior Uni- University Memorial. Whatever. All right. I got one quick more thing to talk about here before we uh, maybe ra- start wrapping this up. Hey, uh, do you guys want to play a Shaggy in a Smash Brothers game? As in Scooby-Doo Shaggy? Yeah, Velma's there too. Is it actually Smash Brothers? And Batman. Oh, this is that WB thing. I'm not playing it. And and Bugs Bunny. I'm not playing this. (laughs) Who else? Uh, Was it the dog from Adventure Time? 
Um, great. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Uh, no. Oh. I don't think that's owned by the same people. Mm, maybe not anymore. I don't know. I think AT&T sold off HBO, so who knows where they belong now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no Rick and Morty. Uh, anyway, uh, there is some trailer for this thing out, and I was just like, oh, okay. It's like, it really is one of these. And, like, the trailer doesn't show any actual playing of the game, but the, like, land they end on looks like Final Destination. It's it's so. dub- it's called multiverses, by the way, for people that are not getting our lack of enthusiasm here. And it's all WB-owned properties. Bugs Bunny, Adventure Time, like you said, Superman, Wonder uh, Woman. Taz the Batman, Tasmanian Devil. No, Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, there's definitely HBO stuff in here. Like, Arya Stark is in there. So, <laughs> I think okay. Rick and Marty are, might come to this. Well, they're definitely not in the trailer that has been shown so far. Uh, I think Shaggy goes Super Saiyan in the trailer, which is very silly. (laughs) And then he punches Bugs Bunny in the face. Anyway, this game looks very dumb. I just had to talk about the trailer because it's so ridiculous. What's the trailer? I just told you about it. That was it. (laughs) It's fine. You don't... (laughs) like shows all the characters like batman teleports in and a whole bunch of stuff like harley quinn hits taz and like yeah it's you know okay i know i'm the guy that is the only one here that likes smash brothers um i like i like it pretty unapologetically but this just doesn't strike me at i mean it could be good it could be just as good as smash mechanically but like I don't really have an interest in Marvin the Martian shooting Batman. It's just like, I don't know why I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I I think the, it's also free to play. You're not mentioning that. Oh, I think, yeah, sorry. That's the cherry on top of all of this is that like, if you didn't care about Bugs Bunny punching Batman or whatever, uh, this is also a free to play game, which, Oh, here we go. Here's the story that I found. Other characters mentioned in voice lines that have been mined from the game already from the alpha players uh. imply the in, in inclusion of Gizmo from Gremlins, the Wicked Witch of the West, Poison Ivy, Black Adam, Scooby-Doo, Static Shock, the Hound from Game of Thrones, Daenerys Targaryen, Beetlejuice, Eleven from Stranger Things, the Joker, and Morty from Rick and Morty. Those are data mine voice samples from the alpha. That sounds a lot like a, uh, yo, pay us more money for this and for a mo- free pl- free to play game. Sure like does. The, the cherry on top of all of this is like Smash Brothers is great because you have a billion characters and the game is not that hard itself to play. And it's fifty dollars. And well, that's not entirely true. There were twelve fighters added for in expansion packs. So, I don't know. What's the difference between free-to-play and paying for expansion packs? I, I don't know. Well, I think the question is, like, is the base game worth it here? And I think there's a lot less than 50 characters here. And, yeah, you're not paying for them, but you must be paying for something because free-to-play doesn't work like that, right? Right, yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up because when Shaggy punched Bugs Bunny in the face, I laughed in spite of myself. <laughs> 
Also, it was apparently a big deal uh, that the alpha launched with a 2v2 mode because it was only slated to be 1v1, the game. Oh, interesting. If it's a 2v2 game is like a very different kind of fighting game than Smash Brothers, then that's interesting. That's weird, right? It's almost like it's trying to be Marvel. Yeah, strange. Which, but it's still a platform fighter. I don't know. Someone else play it and email us. You know? Yeah, someone someone that knows stuff. Uh, Iron Giants in the game, so maybe I mean. And Superman. Sorry, I forgot about Superman. I don't know. Anyway, who cares? Uh, Michael, if <laughs> thanks people for mentioning tell us about it. This- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Great job, me. Uh, Michael, if people want to find out about this game and tell us about it, uh, where should they send that? They can send that email to podcast at wewergamers.com. Um, we will happily take down your suggestions on uh, who else should be in that game that we no. will probably not play. Goku. <laughs> they should put Goku in it. Go- yeah, sure. But doesn't he have his own fighting game? Yeah, actually, yeah. there's too many yeah, Gokus in that game. Actually, there's like six <laughs> like, Gokus in the Goku yeah. fighting game from every. It's, era. it's a three v three game, and you can definitely do three sets of three against another set of three. Yeah. It's all different Gokus. It's like Goku Black, three different Super Saiyan ones, like Goku from when he was a kid. It, it was a there's a lot of Gokus. Yeah, I I don't want to go through it. There are many Gokus in that game. Gokai. Yeah. Is that the no, plural? Goki is the person who trained Ryu, so you're thinking of someone else. Uh, okay, wrong game. Goku did. Oh, hey, JJ, apparently Auden has a hard mode. Oh, what? You like, unlock um, hard mode by beating the game on normal. Interesting. I wonder what's harder. They just like scale up the Everything's probably the combat because the combat the feels plus. feels pretty gentle. Yeah, yeah. But I New wonder, like, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they because uh, I just feel like the health of the bad guys has to start scaling up dramatically. Or uh, once I get a third character, no enemy will be left alive for longer than two seconds. Yeah. I, so I haven't been paying too much attention if the the bosses slash mini bosses uh scale up when you revisit areas i think they might but i'm not positive i can say at least one of them has so far when i have have come back to it as part of another quest and it was stronger i think the evil no the i know the evil tree was stronger that first one yeah yeah when i i came back and fought the evil tree again and it was higher level so Alrighty, good pod andrew glad you made it it's already installed I've installed it. Nice. I'm going to shower. Get that get that splinter out. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, shower, get the splinter out, and then if I don't fall over onto the bed walking downstairs, <laughs> uh, I may try it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew, fun. should I still send you the recording or no? Yeah, uh, send it so maybe I can cut in the parts that cut out. Okay, I'll upload the... Uh the file i got whatever you did when you're like i'm leaving and coming back uh there were no more drops yeah i switched the so that the p the p this pc has two ethernet ports and one is jank and i don't know why and i when we recently moved some stuff around we had some uh people over here doing some stuff with the internet and that it just i had to unplug a bunch of stuff and i guess i plugged it back into the wrong one ah so anyway hopefully it's better Put some tape over the bad one. 
yeah, I need to do something like disable it physically. Anyway, uh, I'll upload that file later here. Okay. Later, dudes. Thanks later. for having me on, guys. Thanks for uh, waiting. Yeah. Hey, we're glad we had you.